Hey everyone and welcome back to another episode of Rachel's Radio. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode. I hope your week's been okay. I feel like I'm getting back into the swing of doing this whole podcasting again. Saying that, I did nearly forget to record a podcast episode, so I don't know. Um, I say I'm getting back into the swing of it, but clearly um, need to build a routine and get it sorted But I thought in today's episode, I actually asked on my Instagram um, stories a couple of days ago, if you wanted to hear me talk about autism and driving, because obviously you guys know that I'm autistic. And I've recently started driving lessons because I'm 17 now. And yeah, something I really wanted to do. So I thought we could talk about that. And you guys wanted to hear me say about that as well, because you know, some of you are thinking about learning to drive, how it will be, um, you know, kind of how my brain computes driving as an autistic person and the whole like feelings around it and structure of my lessons and how I can make it work, you know, for me as an autistic person um, so that I can, you know, get my driver's license and be able to drive. So um, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. If you do, make sure to leave me a positive review on either Apple or Spotify. And please head over to my Instagram. It is at Rachel Recovering. Um, and yeah, let's get started. So yeah, I thought we could answer some questions that I asked on my Instagram story um, that you guys asked about driving. So thank you to everyone who sent one in. But before I do that, I just want to kind of say a quick disclaimer and just say if you can't drive or if you've chosen not to drive or if you don't want to drive, you know, that is completely okay. Like I feel like in society, I talk about this a lot, but there's so much pressure to do things at certain milestones. And like the second you turn 17, start driving. Like you do not have to do that. Like you shouldn't feel pressured to do that. Um, if it's not the right time, if you can't at the moment, you know, your health is the priority. Um, and you know, you've got your whole life ahead of you. And obviously there's other modes of transport as well. Like it's not all about driving. Um, you know, I have friends who have chosen not to drive and friends who are just desperate to drive and they can't yet because, like, you know, they're not 17. You know what I mean? Like, just, I guess, yeah, just try not to feel pressured into driving if it's not for you or if you can't do it at this moment in time. Um, with that being said, moving on to question number one, and that is, how do you manage sensory overload in a car? Okay, so I feel like, because I've had a couple of lessons, um, you know, I haven't been on motorways or anything like that yet. I've just been on very quiet roads, you know, not very noisy. So I feel like my answer to this question is going to be different to how it would be maybe in a couple of months time or like a couple of years time even. But at the moment, I find it absolutely fine because as I said, like, you know, it's very quiet roads. Um, but I think it'll be really interesting to see how I find it when I do get onto stuff like motorways, like way in the future. Um, but I think what you could, like, I think it's difficult because you can't really wear earplugs because obviously you want to listen to the instructor. Um, but I think as well, like, I'm trying to think like when I'm on the road, I kind of just focus on the road. Like I'm not even like, I'm listening to the instructor, obviously, but I'm not really paying attention to the like small sounds that I normally would be if perhaps like I wasn't focusing, you know, if I wasn't driving, if I was a passenger, um, because I'm just so focused on the road and like what the instructor's saying. So I think, yeah, I think driving like as a driver and driving as a pass, like 
in a car as a passenger is a very different experience and therefore a very different experience sensory wise as well um but yeah personally I think driving is actually a lot better than um you know passengers in terms of sensory wise because you're just so focused on the road Okay, so question number two, is it too much to focus on? Now, um, for a bit of context, I have started learning manual, which it was quite a difficult decision to make. Um, it is one that I kind of debated over for quite a while. And I'll probably talk a bit about that slightly later on, because I think that's another question coming up. But I do find it quite a lot. Like there is a lot to focus on. Like there is a lot of things you have to multitask, like, you know, a lot of things to remember um and obviously you know you're driving you have to focus on the road at all times but then you know you're doing different things with your feet and your hands and yeah it is a lot to remember but I think again like it helps just practicing honestly like I just I thought of this like analogy earlier and I feel like driving is kind of like learning a language like there's a language of like you know socially like you know in the road and like rules of the road and priority and all that sort of stuff like the social element um but then there's like you know the kind of critical bits of the language like you know how it works and the fundamentals and stuff like that and I feel like that also applies to driving um and I think like with a language it's you're not going to understand it if you've never done it before you know what I mean like we've all been in cars presumably but like you know if you've never driven then you're not really gonna understand it's like if you've never heard anyone speak Spanish you're not really gonna understand it um so yeah I feel like you can do all the theory in the road in the world but like you know you have to actually get in the driver's seat and actually practice and I feel like that's going back to the question like is it too much to focus on I feel like it just has to come with practice and it is a lot to focus on but I think if you feel like it might be too much um perhaps go for automatic because obviously you don't have the gearbox or stuff like that but I think yeah with time it definitely helps and I've even found that like from my first couple of lessons like the second time I was so much more confident um and just like learning language like one day you'll be fluent at it okay so next question quite a lot of people said you know they're quite scared about like you know feeling overwhelmed in busy roads bad drivers and ending up in dangerous situations now this is something that really really worried me like before learning to drive like you know obviously it is it is a risk like driving is a risk you know you can't it's not risk free in any way um but personally especially with my driving instructor I feel very safe because it's dual controlled um now I didn't know this until basically I started like learning to drive but like most learner cars have like pedals that the instructors use on their side of the car and you also have the same pedals on your side like a normal car and you have the steering wheel so to be honest like if you're about to crash the instructor can always just press the pedal and you're not going to crash you know what I mean like I feel very safe with the instructor having those pedals and obviously he can like reach over and like take the wheel if he needs to um and stuff like that but I think you know you build it up like you're not going to go to motorways on your first lesson 
um but you're just going to practice on like you know really calm roads and stuff like that and I think you know every single like time you practice like it does get easier and I feel like you do grow in confidence and you yeah you kind of the next time you have a bit more confidence to go a bit faster and stuff like that but I think with driving you can go at your own pace and that really helps like no one's going to force you to go into certain situations and I know you can't plan for a lot of like surprise situations but a good instructor will be able to like pace it at the right pace as well and follow your lead as well as the like driver um you know at the end of the day you're behind the wheel so you know it's up to you and obviously you can't control other people's actions out on the road but I think you know it all comes from experience and I feel like as well as humans we have like survival instincts you know what I mean like trust yourself you know like sometimes you just have to trust yourself and if you think about it there's so many drivers out there like when you're in the road there's so many drivers and like you know they they're okay with it and I know everyone's different but I think it just comes with practice okay so next question how did I overcome the initial anxiety before starting lessons now I was nervous um but I was also excited and I think the kind of excitement kind of outweighed the nervousness that's obviously why you know I went forward and you know did it because obviously driving is you know you don't have to do it in any way shape or form um so yeah I feel like with learning anything new and obviously something like that's quite risky like driving you know it can be anxiety provoking but you know like I just said you have to look around and say like you know so many people out there are driving you know, when you're like walking down the street, there's so many out there, people out there driving and they're all okay. You know what I mean? Like, I know there is accidents and like horrific things that do happen, but I think you have to just like, you know, have confidence in yourself. And, you know, if you're always thinking bad things are going to happen, then it's more likely to because you're not focused on the road and you're not focused on what you're doing. Um, so yeah, I think it's just, again, you know, I've said it before, but it's all about practice. And I think you just have to put yourself out there and try it and just do it in a safe environment the first time, you know, just on like a really, really quiet road or like a cul-de-sac or something um, that's really quiet and just build your confidence. I think that's key confidence. And it's just like any other sport, like, you know, climbing walls or something like that. Like, you know, you're always going to be nervous the first time, but after you've done it for like, you know, a year, two years, five years, 10 years, you're just going to get more confident and you're going to be less scared of falling because you'll have more confidence in yourself and like your abilities. Next question, should you tell your driving instructor you are autistic? Now, personally, obviously every single person is different, every autistic person is different, but personally, I think that, you know, you should because I think it allows them to support you better. I told my driving instructor I was autistic and it was absolutely fine, you know? Like, he, yeah, I feel like he didn't really, like... I don't want to say he didn't change his behaviour. He was obviously very understanding, but in a good way, he didn't change his behaviour, which I think actually helped me. But I think his style and why, you know, I enjoy it and feel safe in the car is because, you know, there's no, like, you know, pressures. You know, obviously, like... It's hard to explain because, you know, in the road, there is going to be things that you need to do at certain times and, you know, all this sort of stuff to stay safe. But 
just the kind of no pressure of like, you know, we're all going to make mistakes and we're all going to, you know, not get it first time and stuff like that. But with, you know, just being in the car and getting familiar with the roads and getting familiar with driving and learning this whole new skill, I think it gets so much easier. But I think telling him I was autistic just gave me that peace of mind that, you know, kind of he knows, he understands. And I think even if they don't change their behaviour, which can be a really good thing, um, you know, it, yeah, it really helps just having that shared knowledge, I think. Um, and for me, I only brought it up once, like over text, and then never really mentioned it after that. And yeah, I absolutely love it. But I think it's as much as the instructor as it is, you know, as it is the car, as it is the area, as it is all these certain factors, but the instructor is really, really important. Next question, is it scary driving with someone you've never met before? Yes, of course it is. Like meeting any new people, whether you're autistic or not, it's going to be scary. Um, But I think for me, my mum comes in the back, like she sits in the back of the car, which really helps because then she can make the small talk. Now, obviously, you know, like when you are driving, you're not making that much small talk. But at the same time, it is an hour and a half and you are going to, you know, have to talk, you know, at some point. So I think, you know, for me, my mum being there just really helped me with that um, kind of side of things. But I think, yeah, it's just like meeting any new person. It's going to be difficult, but it's really important that, you know, you guys, you know, you you feel safe with them in the car and stuff like that. Like, not that you wouldn't, but I think it is really important that they're right for you um, because that's, at the end of the day, going to give you more confidence and going to help you, like, be the best driver you can be. Okay, so next question, and I feel like a lot of you are going to want to know this, and that is whether you should drive automatic or manual when you're autistic. Now, I cannot answer this because it is really down to the individual, but since starting driving literally like a couple of weeks ago, um, manual, um, I've been fine with it. Obviously, it doesn't come naturally, as I've said, like on this podcast already, Um, but you know, like, I feel like you have to learn these things. And for me personally, like, I am not finding manual, I'm finding it a challenge, but I'm not finding it impossible. And I think that's the thing. Like, I think it's kind of best to start with manual. And then if you do struggle with it, or if it's not for you, then switch to automatic. And that's absolutely fine. But if you always do automatic at first, then you'll never have that experience and never know if you could, if that makes sense. Um, But yeah, I know a lot of autistic people, autistic, um not autistic automatic is um better but yeah I think it really depends on the individual next question did you do your theory before or are you going to do it after I haven't done it yet but I have started practicing if you're in the UK then there is a really good like government app um like the dv d dvsa i think that's what it's called app um it's blue and that is amazing and there's also past um past what do you call it past papers online that's the one um so yeah definitely go check them out but i think like you know so far i'm finding that actually driving and seeing the road signs and putting stuff into practice and you know you know, learning all the rules of the road when you're in the car driving helps with the theory massively. And especially with like the gears and stuff, like I wouldn't be able to picture it. I need to see it in in the flesh and actually practice before, you know, I can understand that because I'm like a doing learner. Um, So yeah, but I think as well, again, it is just, I do find it 
like the test actually quite good in the sense that like you know it's not like chemistry it's not like you know it's all visual so you can see everything like it's very like logical how it works if that makes sense like you know it's hard to explain if you haven't ever done theory but like you know doing road signs and stuff it makes sense um and yeah I find that way easier than something like chemistry when I did that for GCSE because I just couldn't visualize it at all I couldn't understand it I couldn't like yeah I couldn't picture it because it's all like particles and stuff that's invisible um to put it like plainly um so yeah that's why with driving I love it because I can see it all and I can picture it and stuff like that and I feel like with the test as well you can like work it out you know you're never going to sit there and be like I absolutely have no idea of course there's going to be words you don't understand but on the whole you're not really gonna like everything's applicable to everyday life and I think that's what makes it like way more engaging is because it's literally applicable to your everyday life like everyone's seen a road time before everyone's you know seen a car before you know what I mean like that's what makes it so much like I don't know, more, I, I don't know if relatable is the right word, but you know what I mean. Next question, what was the first lesson like? Do they expect you to just go for it or do they actually talk to you? Now, for me, I like to ask questions. I like to know exactly what I'm doing. I don't want to be in the road, be in a situation where like I just have no idea. So I do want to ask him, you know, questions. Obviously, that's what they're there for. Um, And for me, like I've said it like previously um in this episode but like I do feel safe because of those dual controls um but yeah like it's stuff like coming up to a junction or coming up to a turning I'll always say so do you like put the brake down then the clutch you know just like talk to them um about my thought process what I'm gonna do and like stuff like that and it just helps me um and driving instructors you know that's their job and they want you to pass at the end of the day so you know they're gonna do everything they can to teach you and to help you because that's their job so I think use them is a really like key one but they won't put you in a situation that's dangerous like on your first lesson because you know at the end of the day they're in your car like they're in your car or you're in their car they don't want to crash the car, you know what I mean, they're literally sitting next to you, like, they don't want that, they just want, you know, you to learn and you to be able to drive, like, they're not going to put you in those, like, really difficult situations, it all comes with experience, and I feel like it's kind of like at school, like, you wouldn't put a GCSE in front of a receptionist, it's kind of like that, and I think by the time you have lesson, by the time you have the test, sorry, like, you will feel way more confident, and you will understand the road better, and you will be better practiced because it all comes with time and I think the AA suggests like 30 to 40 hours um you know of practice before you take the test and 20 on top of that 20 hours of private practice now I'm not sure if that's completely right um because I might have remembered it wrong but something like that so like by the end of that you are going to feel ready and don't get me wrong some people might need 60 some people might need 25 you know what I mean it's going to vary person to person but yeah um, diving instructors are not going to put you in a situation that is dangerous on your first lesson. Obviously, there's always risks involved, but yeah, they're not gonna they're not gonna do that. And if they do, then I'd be slightly concerned about that. And um, yeah, at the end of the day, you're most likely going to be learning in their car. They're not going to want you to like crash it or anything like that. So yeah. 
Okay, so next question. I'm going to do the next ones quite quick because um, I feel like there's so many questions and I want to try and get through as many as possible. But someone said, do they treat you differently because you're autistic? Now, I have touched on this, um, but no, I don't think so. I think my driving instructor is really, really good. Um, and, you know, you know, because he just like, I don't know, he doesn't put pressure on me, as I say. Um, but at the same time, I feel safe in the car. Um, and I think it's all about, you know, who you are and what your needs are and what sort of instructor that you need. But for me personally, I don't think he treats me any differently. Obviously, I don't see him with other people. Um, but yeah, honestly, I just went for one that was recommended by a friend. And yeah, they're really good. Um, so next question, moving on, as I said, because I need to get through these. Um, and that is, um, was your driving lesson scary being autistic? I haven't started learning yet. I am a little anxious. I think this is really a good point. As I've said, like driving is a very anxiety provoking thing. But I think if you're interested, do it. But if you're not like just wait a bit, you know, you've got your whole life ahead of you and you don't need to rush and do it when you're 17. Um, and yeah, just do it when you feel ready, I think, for that one. Um, next one. What is your driving instructor like? I started off one with who just wasn't suitable for me. Exactly what I've said before, like, you know, it really has to be, you know, one that you get on with and you might need to try a couple and at the end of the day, driving lessons are expensive. So you want to find someone that's good for you and someone that's good for you might not be good for someone else. You know, it's not a you problem and it's not a them problem. It is just, you know, how well you, you work together in that environment. Um, For me, mine is very like very obviously I feel like all driving instructors are very like patient and calm um he's also funny I think it's really important to have a sense of humor um and also really like I don't know just not pressurizing me and you know knowing that I'm gonna make mistakes and that's okay and I think that's really key like I'm not gonna get it perfect first time and he kind of encourages that because you're gonna learn best from your mistakes rather than someone telling you how to do things um, so yeah, and I think just getting, getting driving as soon as possible when you've started lessons is really important rather than kind of, yeah, going through all the theory, because as I've said so many times, it's like about putting it into practice. And if you're like me and learn by doing, you know, it is the best way to learn. Next question. Um, will autism make it harder or easier to learn to drive? Now, again, it's down to the individual, but I personally think my attention to detail and logic does definitely help. And like with driving, like a lot of autistic people need to know why, like why to do certain things and why this works. And I feel like with driving, that is like really good because, you know, they say why why you need to do things they say how things work and you know that sort of you know they t they're very open about that and they tell you that because that's how you learn and I think that's really good for autistic people because then you know know the why behind the how so yeah I think personally for me obviously there's going to be challenges um especially you know just the environment of being on a road being behind the wheel it's scary and it's overwhelming but I think if you want to do it, then genuinely you can do whatever you put your mind to. Like I 100% believe that if you really want to do it and you feel able, you can do it. Like definitely. Next one is I got my license, but was wondering if it's common to struggle with driving as someone on the spectrum. I think 
I can't really answer this one because obviously I haven't got my license yet, but I think it is common for some people. Um, you know, some people going to get their license, they're not like feel ready to drive and that's okay. Again, you have your whole life ahead of you and yeah, really I wouldn't like stress if you you can't, you know, you're really struggling with driving because you know you know that doesn't mean you you always will like there's there might be a time in the future where you feel actually you know you feel more confident and able to drive um so yeah I just think just go at your pace and go and do what's right for you um and not you know other people and don't let other people's opinions or societal expectations pressurize you into a situation where you don't feel comfortable guys we did it we went through the quick fire round I feel like it was like a quick fire round at the end um but hopefully it was helpful and on that note I'm gonna end today's episode here thank you so much for listening I hope you did enjoy please leave me your feedback um you know in my dms over on instagram at rachel recovering um also make sure to follow me on there because I do post daily as well as on youtube at rachel recovering where I also post daily um and yeah subscribe to me on here so you don't miss an episode and I'll see you guys very soon for a brand new episode hope you have a good week and I'll see you soon